Go ahead. Hey, this is Top Rope Review. We're coming to you live from the floor of Motor City Comic Con. This is your favorite host, Josh. I'm here with your truly favorite host, Wookie Will. And our social media valet, Tabitha. And we've gotten a lot of emails and tweets and smoke signals and letters, a lot of fan mail requesting Hakeem Zane. And I'm here to tell you folks, we finally nabbed the guy. Ever since the Toast promo on one of our first, first episodes, the fans have been going nuts. So he's here today with us live. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm glad I could finally make it, be on here. It's always fun. I love it. So, yeah, we totally got lucky too. We were just walking by, like, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew you guys were here. I had talked to uh, Giant Delicious earlier, and he said you guys were here. And then, uh, you, like you said, like I was going to come back later, and then there you guys were. I was like, sweet, you know, that's awesome. The so, stars have aligned. That's yeah. right. It's, it's time. So I I know uh, um, you got a busy weekend. So I, I feel like we like we should get it out of the way to make sure you. Uh, I know you have two XICW events coming up this weekend. You want to talk a little bit about what you got going on this weekend? Well, tomorrow we have Best in Detroit, Clinton Township. Uh, I go one-on-one with Jamie Cox. Uh, old rivalry there. That goes back years, years. And then the next day at Proving Ground, it's Alex Shelley, wow. who is the XICW Midwest champion. Now, I've been in the ring with uh, um, Jamie Cox many times. Never been in the ring with Alex Shelley, so I am extremely excited for that. Is the, uh, is the Midwest title on the line for that match? Midwest title's on the line, but I, to be honest, I'm just happy to be in the ring with the guy. He's a yeah. machine. Uh, I'm hoping my, my cardio can keep up with him. The guy is like, I think I'm fast. Jeez, this guy is crisp. He's on point. So I'm sure, pretty sure I'm going to be getting uh, carried out at the end of the match. For win or lose, tell me just dead, not breathing. Well, and he recently won that title from Rhino, who you've been trying to get a title match from for a while. You guys are kind of going back and forth. Who's been ducking? Yeah. I was going to say, I think I've been ducking you. Rhino's running from, uh, he's running for what, state representative yeah. or whatever? Yeah, he's running from Hakeem Zane. Let's yeah. just put it that way. That's what he's doing. But he doesn't have the title anymore, so he's old news. So there you go. Yeah, you just well, take on the new challenger. That's right. So we'll see what happens. I'm Like I said, I'm very excited. Got to get through Jamie Cox first. Uh, no love lost there. And then it's on to regaining my Midwest title. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're quite excited to see the match for sure. Good. good, well, good, good. Um, what else you guys We're not going to be up? there. Don't lie to the guy. We're not even going to be there. That's all right. You guys I was, I was, we have, I was so we have a, the percentage <laughs> to the audience I, that we were going to be there. <laughs> we, have a, we have a wedding, so we're missing a bunch of stuff this weekend. It's, it's all really, good. It's really all upset good. about it. It's okay. <laughs> so... Uh, but what, um, yeah, any other shows coming up besides oh, yeah. XSW? May is huge. I have UCW in Bay City on the 21st, and then we head back to Toronto for uh, Super Kicked, one of the best shows I've ever been on. That crowd is they're on fire from beginning to end. Very different. I love there. I love that. I can't wait. I can't wait to see who they uh, put me in the ring with. Canadian no. wrestling crowds are notorious for being a, t- a step above. I think. It's so I mean, good, man. The first time I went there, they had like such a great setup, and it's uh, it's fantastic, man. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, we need to start doing some traveling to start seeing these styles. I think what we need to do is we need a van, which I have, and we just need to follow Akeem on tour. 
We can call it the Akeem Fan Tour. <laughs> can it be like the Lex Express? Yes. <laughs> for anyone old enough to remember that. Yeah, but the Lex Express didn't really work for Lex. I don't know if you want us jinxing you like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. We don't want that. We don't want that. We'll be the, the rowdy Lex- guys and everything. I didn't crowd. think we'd be talking about the Lex Express today. <laughs> I am the new total package if you really think about it. Cutting promos, ring work. Handsome as all hell. I mean, come on. Let's get. Let's get. Let's not get it twisted here. That well, is I, true. I, I I have to say, you are uh, you are better looking than Lex Luger. That's all. I'll, <laughs> I just have to put that out there. <laughs> I just have to get as jacked as Lex Luger, and we'll we'll be good. We'll be on. We'll be firing on all, on all cylinders. Yeah. yeah. So, thinking of promos, you are amazing at cutting promos. I appreciate it. Thank uh, the you. First time we ever interviewed you after a show, you cut a promo on some toast. So let's let's put these. Uh, We're gonna put, it, put them on a test. Yes. Oh man! Now put me we on the spot. We want you to cut a promo on your mic. On my mic? Yeah. I don't know mics. <laughs> how, how about we do? Since this is Comic Con, we'll cut a promo. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, me, Hakeem Zane. You know, I consider myself the sun. I consider myself the star. Everyone else, they're stars. They shine. They fall, right? So we'll say, I'm Captain America 3. I'm Civil War. I fire in all cylinders. I got storyline. I have superstars. Every superhero that gets introduced, they have their own moment. It's perfect. You walk out of there and out of that movie, you're like, I got to go see that again. I need to go see this movie again. Everyone's talking about it. It's making buku bucks. And then you have everybody else on the, the wrestling scene. They're Batman versus Superman. <laughs> you have a cluster of just things happening. You got your, you know, you got your internet fans that went, oh, this is so much better. You know, DC's darker. No. You know, I went in that movie and it was like, it was okay. But it wasn't Captain America 3. You know what I mean? It wasn't Civil War. It was all right. But it wasn't Hakeem Zayn. That's them. They're Batman versus Superman. And then you got me. Civil War. There's no comparison. Well, that would make you Howard the Duck then. (laughs) No. Bet you think I'm the new turtle movie. Yeah. So you're you're shitting on my childhood legacy? That's what you're doing? No, I will say this. The, the, the last Turtle movie, like, I was trying to hold back my vomit, but this one, kind of already knowing what you expect, it, it looks like a Ninja Turtle, you know, pretty good Ninja Turtle movie besides the fact that, you know, being 10 feet tall, oh. 400 pounds, there's nothing ninja about that at all, you know, except, you know, they got Krang in this one. The shadows yeah, it's like, truck yeah, you're like, there's no, there's no grace. You're the Incredible Hulk just slamming guys around <laughs> against walls. Like, get out of here. Come on. The, the, the fight scenes where they're taking out SUVs themselves. Yes. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Okay. But at least they're trying. They got Bebop. They got Rocksteady. Yeah. They got Krang. Yeah. So that looks like they're at least, like, listening to the fans. Right, right. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I can't really say I'm excited, but I, I'll give it his day in court. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's cool. What about you guys? You guys enjoying Comic-Con? You guys yeah. get in free? Jeez, you guys could have yeah. hooked a brother up with a VIP pass. Didn't have to pay that $25. I could have had an extra $25. Could have bought my SH figure out's Kylo Ren figure for a little bit less. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Jeez. Well, I, you know, I, w- I was going to get you a pass, and Will, would, he's like, nah, he's, nah. He's been <laughs> ducking us. Uh, it, 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 was, it wasn't me. It was Jimmy here. He said, nah, not that guy. It guys, was not me. Just because yeah. I haven't been here doesn't mean you can blame everything <laughs> yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly how it works. There's a table. 
and there's a wrestler. So therefore, one of you guys has to go through it before this is over. I'm just saying. Well, I think you weigh the least out of everyone that's sitting here, so it's probably going to be you And there's anyway. a chair I can jump off and double stomp somebody through it. I will give you props for the free water, though, because, I mean, you buy anything here, it's like, good God almighty. Oh, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Man, just take yeah. my pinky finger while you're at it. It's like, Jesus. Ah. So what's your favorite thing that you've seen here at Motor City so far? Uh, the one thing I love, I've been coming here for years. Uh, the one thing that does disappoint me is that I can't find any good bootleg movies. The one year I was here, they, they got raided. And oh, I, uh, bet, yeah. I used to find a lot of good stuff here. Like, uh, you guys are familiar with Tony Ja? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like Tony Ja. So when I came here, uh, this was like three years before Tony Ja was hot. And he was going by his Thai name. This guy had it on his TV. And I'm like, oh, my God, who is this? And I said, screw it. It was like 10, 15 bucks. I bought it. And so I'm inviting people over. You guys got to watch this movie. You got to watch this movie. And then, of course, on the internet, I finally found it. And then Wu-Tang Clan brought them over here to the States like three years later. I missed that because there's, like, I'm a huge fan of Asian cinema. You could find, like, old school, like, animes and cartoons. And then one year I was here. Next thing you know, a bunch of guys in plain clothes. And I can't remember the, was it the MMPA or something like that? Raided a bunch of guys, had them handcuffed to the back of their chair. So you don't see that anymore. I will say now that, I guess you could say, nerd life is like embraced by the general public. Everyone's coming out of the closet. You see a bunch of cool cosplay. Uh, you see more vendors. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge nerd. So I like to collect action figures. So like I was saying earlier, I like the overseas stuff. Like uh, there's stuff from Japan that you can get, and they have like really cool Dragon Ball figures or Star Wars figures. I picked up like this Darth Vader Robotech. It was out of the box, and the guy put it back in the box, so he only charged 20 bucks, where it's usually like 50 bucks or more. I scooped it up. It's going on my dresser when I get home. Absolutely. Like, I used nice. to, I dusted off all the old figures. They have a Macho King figure I can't find. I might go pick that up if I can find it for at least 25. Yeah, yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah, you know, 20, 20 bucks. bucks. Yep. I'm go- uh, see, I'll probably go look for that next, because I yeah, love that stuff. Them. Really? Yeah. See? And so that, I can't pick out one thing, but it's cool to see so many walks of life now, because like I said before... It was just a bunch of people that, you know, like, oh, man, I hope no one knows I'm coming to Comic-Con. And now everyone loves it, so it's cool. I now it's it. like, oh, you weren't at Comic-Con? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and the cosplay, like I said, it's you see some really good cosplay out here. It's good. It's good to see people just embracing all that stuff. All right, so I got a trivia question for you. Uh-oh. You're killing <laughs> me. You're gonna... No, I think you'll get it. Highest gro- what is the highest grossing movie in Japanese history? It's animated. I'll give you that. Oh, man, you are putting me on the spot. That's a hard question. I don't know. It's animated? I thought it was easier than that, I guess. It's like the only one on the list. Is it actual anime? Yeah. Is it recent anime? 2001. Oh, Lord. Is it a Miyazaki film? It is. Uh, was it Spirited Away? It is. Oh, yeah, man. Look at that. Yeah, good job. Oh, yeah, oh, got it. Have some candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah, that's pretty sweet, man. I'm glad. I know Dragon Ball... When that came back out, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dragon Ball Z, but oh, yeah. it, oh, never, yeah. it never died, man. Yeah. It never died. Never died. And then when, the, like, uh, Tor- Toriyama said he was releasing Battle of the Gods, like, people flipped. And then they brought it into theaters. I remember uh, myself and Jake something, we went to the theater and we watched uh, Battle of the Gods and it was, like, sold out. And everybody was hooting and hollering. Oh, yeah, you can't see it, of course, but my man's holding up some... Uh, He's holding up some uh, Blu-ray DVDs of uh, Dragon Ball right now. Oh, he's he's here. Yeah. yeah he's oh, literally man. right yeah. behind us. Right, right yeah. over there, man. That's fantastic. Really? See, that's really cool. And then we went again. A, a group of us went when uh, 
Like the freezer one came out. Oh, I was sold, man. Which oh, one yeah, was that? Was that, was that, was, that was awesome. Then I'm keeping up with Super, and I'm happy where that's going. They got like the alternate universe, and there's the rumor that there's the evil Goku on that Earth. I was like, oh my god, you, you know, you do this to me. That's oh, I'm, I'm so geek, man. Too, man. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy to see that stuff. So I'm a little, cool. I'm a little surprised to find out Jake something's a Dragon Ball fan. Yeah, this big Jack dude, and he's a, like he's such a huge nerd, no, man. It's, just, it's it's so funny. Guys, you don't know, Jake something has a huge Dragon Ball Z tattoo on his thigh. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. shocked to find out that you and Jake something are going out to the movies together. It's, you know, we can't. You know, outside of uh, outside of the ring, we're good buddies, but inside of the ring. We're ready to tear each other's head because you know he wants to be successful, and I, it's it's Goku versus Vegeta. That's what it is. That's how we always put it. Like, and we always have the best matches, but we will. Not, I will not hesitate to punch him in his bearded face all night long, <laughs> and he won't hesitate to lariat my head off because you know it's it's vicious when you're in there. But outside the ring, it's like you know, cool. That was really cool, but you know, you really caught me on that clothesline. Like you know, you win this round, but it is what it is. We want to be successful, and that's we can. We can split that line between business and professional. Yeah, still you, I mean, you guys have some history together too. You guys have wrestled all over the country, wrestled yeah, each other at many yeah. promotions. It's it's fun, and actually, in in Bay City next week, I'm their champion. It's me versus Jake something, and then I'm pretty sure Danny Shea. Who I took that belt from is going to try and weasel his way into that. So we'll see what happens. I love how you just casually, I'm their champion. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. That's just one of the many territories I currently rule over. (laughs) Soon to add the XICW territory in my list again. (laughs) That's right. Alex Shelley, he stands no chance. He may be... You know, one of the Motor City machine guns. But that's, that, that, day, that day is over with. It's the sun. The sun is shining in XICW, and it will shine again really nice. A little bit brighter when I have that gold around my waist. I love I love your tagline about the sun in your mom. That strikes me up every time. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. You got to be I'm trying to get it out there, man. I'm going to have to trademark it because I can see one of these big guys just trying to take it. Oh, I like that. Let's use that on TV. Yeah. No. Jeez. It uh, totally happens, too. Totally have. There's a there's a guy uh, there's a guy sending cease and dis- uh, crimson sending cease and desist letters to uh, TNA because they're the crazy Steve's bit, like same exact gimmick as his. That's it's rough, man. I uh, you know I it's it's so hard when you put your heart and soul into something and then you see somebody else either take it or bite it, you know, and then they're known for it or they're successful for it. It's kind of like yes, it is part of. The way business is, but it, it is—it's a hard pill to swallow, man. Regardless of what kind of what what you're doing in life, it's hard to see that, you know. So it's it, it's interesting to me that it happens so much in wrestling, though, because like the culture that that's been built around that, like 20 years ago, you use you use a guy's move, and there's a, you know there's a fight, yeah, uh, backstage, and and you know now it's like like I wonder I wonder how Shawn Michaels feels about everyone and their brother using the super kick, like. In every match, and you know, you know, for Shawn Michaels though, I honestly think anybody could use a super kick, but even it's when he does it, it's still a big deal. You know what I mean? Because it's Shawn Michaels, yep. and like certain guys, like Big Show, can throw the the punch. You know what I mean? And it's certain guys can get away with that. Now, if I were to go on there and super kick was my finish, it probably wouldn't be as cool. You know what I mean? I don't think people would care as much. But you know, Shawn Michaels—that's a whole different story. But I get what you're saying. It is. It's so weird. I've seen. Uh, going back to Jake, uh, I won't say I won't throw the guy out there, but he did. Jake was doing this move, and we did a seminar, 
And the guy commented, and he's like, oh, that's a really cool move. And then that night, he did the move. And next thing you know, he put it in his repertoire. And I remember Jake confronted him at a show, and this guy was really well known. He's like, hey, when we're on shows together, can you not do that move? And the guy's like, yeah, sure, man, no problem. Because he knew he took it from him. Yep. So it's, it's funny to see that. Yeah, so like when you were trying to figure out your in-ring move set, you know, moves you go to, did you take in consideration what some of the guys on the rosters you wrestle with use? I did, and you have to do that. Like, the double stomp, I was a huge low-key fan, and uh, I would do a lot of mannerisms. And uh, I would also, I was a huge fan of, like, Benoit, you know what I mean? I mean, I know, I don't know, it's not taboo to say, but his, his in-ring work I was a huge uh, fan was, of. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And I'm still right? a huge fan of his in-ring work. And I, I take a lot of my intensity from, like, him, uh, Savage, and I would take a lot of the aggressiveness from, like, a low-key, the martial arts style. I tried to get away from that, but then I started, I did a double stomp one show, and a lot of people, this is when I first started, and they said, you need to do that move. And so now I've just been doing it. But you see a lot of other guys like Finn Balor, they do it. Now I try to do different variations of it, and it's become a common move, but I still get a good reaction, and I'll still use it. Unless it's, like, if I was on a show with Loki, I would do something different, just out of respect for Loki. No, and that's a question I got. This is I'm hopping in here real quick. <laughs> and, and this is Bob from uh, XICW. And listen, Akeem, like that's the thing when we talk about finishing moves. You look at back in the day, the honky tonk man, the swing and neck breaker, Jake the Snake, the DDT. It's becoming almost like you have to do four or five finishing moves now, over and above even those. Those are just like normal moves. It's getting yes. to the point where yeah. those don't work anymore. You know, it's and if you if you look at it, look at the way wrestling is going. It, it, I'm really a fan of old school. Like we were, I was watching a Ric Flair promo on up here today. But nowadays, guys want you to talk on the microphone and have no charisma and come across like you're having a conversation. But to me, you're a wrestler. You should be larger than life. And if you go out drinking with me, if you get me excited, then I'm talking like this. No matter what, that's just how I am. And if I'm angry, oh my God, then I'm screaming and yelling because you know what? You just pissed me off and we've got problems. And I'm going to yell and scream. Yeah. And that's how I am. And I'm going to, you know, that's that's me because I'm going to turn up the intensity because I'm an intense individual. So I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about our match that we're going to have coming up. And I'm going to put you in this headlock and hope, you know, I'm not going to do that. Wrestling to me, if you see... Like, they want the promos to die down. They don't want you to be like the Road Warriors screaming and yelling anymore. But then the move sets are, like, crazy. You know what I mean? And you see guys doing backflips into this, backflips out of that. And it's almost like I, like, I don't like to wrestle like that. I like to do, like, a couple things where it's very flashy and stuff like that. But, man, I, and that's just me. More power to those guys. Like, I love Ricochet. I think he's fantastic. And that guy's awesome. And but like, you know, it almost seems like you have to do that nowadays to get noticed. Especially if you're a small guy, you almost have to do these things. And wrestling, it is. Some people will say it's getting away from what it was. Some people will say it's evolving. You got to go with the flow, and you have to you have to evolve, so to speak. Um, and, and and I do think sometimes it does suck. I mean, back in the day, a guy got hit with a pile driver; it was lights out. Now. A guy has to do a flipping pile driver to, you know, to, for it to be lights out or something like that. Like, I, it's, to me, it's a double-edged sword. 
to be honest. You know, I've had this conversation with these guys because how you mentioned like the promos have died down so much. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned Savage earlier. No one does pro- no one could no do promos one. like that for one. No but one. number two, the the hype is gone. It is. That's what brought you that much more into the yes. match was before it's like, Oh yeah, brother, yeah. we're going right now. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. take yeah. off and you're like, Oh, he's going down to the ring. It's about like, to happen right now. It's happening right now. Yeah, now yeah. it's like well, well, some need help from the one. Well, sometimes right. one's going to help the few. It's right. like, what, what the yeah, hell is that? Yeah. Like, you know? I cut them every day. And to me, like, we're having a conversation. So I it's can like see this. you cutting them, like, first thing in the All morning. The time. Like, brushing every your time. teeth, talking shit to the mirror. I'm looking, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> when I see me, you, you look at me like, oh, he's, I cut one on Rhino. I said, they said, oh, Rhino's got you. He's got, he's got your number. I said, what do you mean he's got my number? He's, he's huge, and you're not the biggest banana peel. You know, you're not the big, biggest banana in the bunch. I said, well, Explain to me this, you know, does Rhino have two arms? They said yes. I said, does Rhino have two legs? They said yes. I said, does Rhino have a big fat head on top of his shoulders? They said yes. What's your point? I said, well, my point is you just described a man. I look in the mirror every single day. I see a man staring back at me. <laughs> Rhino has the same blood in his veins as I do mine. He breathes the same oxygen. I can choke him out with that oxygen. That blood can be spilled. And those limbs, they can be broken, you know. And to me, it, it escalates. Like we start off having a conversation. It's like if you're having a fight, like a real life fight. You talk to a guy like, well, what's up, man? Oh well, I just saw you. You grabbed my girl's ass. Why'd you do that? Right, right. Oh well, well you know, you know, you got, we got a problem. Gonna, we got a problem. We got a problem. Well, guess dude, what? Yeah. No, we got a problem. Oh, we got a problem. Now we got a problem. You know, and then it, it escalates. And so. then look at everybody looking. You know, you know. Now, now there's oh, there's a lot now, of people yeah, talking now. now. They're like, they're oh, like, damn, this guy, blah, what's blah, blah, going blah, blah, blah. on? Like, oh, sh- something's about to happen. It's about to go down. Like, exactly. Yeah, you're right. But then like some guys can get away with it. Jake the Snake, he didn't have to raise his voice because he was cold. You know, like when when Jake talks, you're like, ooh. Ooh, like uh, Arn Anderson, he was very soft spoken, but Undertaker, Undertaker, like these guys, they had a way with it. But some guys are just out there and they're talking like this and they're very monotone. But we're gonna go in the ring and have a match, and I'm gonna. Put, it's like, oh my god, you're putting me to sleep, bro. Come on, yeah. Well, those like, soft spoken like, kills guys, me. Yeah, those soft spoken guys had the intensity though. They, it, it wasn't, my, you know, Jake, Jake would. He'd be real intense, but he'd be soft, so you had to really pay attention to what he was right. saying and really you dial in. And yeah. it, back then, too, if you were going to talk like that, you were already intimidating enough to where your voice didn't have to be right. Real. When right. you spoke, people were like, oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. There's a big-time difference. It, it is, and it's. I, I don't know if it's – I can't speak for WWE because I have no idea how they run their things, but like it does feel like some guys, are, they're, they're just out there having conversation. And I always – you know, I don't know. I always thought you were supposed to be larger than life, so yeah. – I don't know. Well, and that's what I think one of the most important things for a wrestler to do is go to improv classes. It's a forgotten art. Yes. And that's a huge portion of oh, the business. Yes. Great. You look great in the ring. Great. You grab a mic. I can name off 10 guys that you know that are amazing in the ring, and you give them a microphone, and they're boop, 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 Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, dude. And, and Hands again, down. go to improv class. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket. You have to be able to, like you said, improvise, but you, you have to be... Like you could sit. I go out there. Hakim Zayn is Hakim Zayn. He's he's me turned to eleven. You know what I'm saying? It's just bam. I'm like ah. Oh. But like, and some guys they are boring in real life, and they have no personality. But they need to find it. And I, I totally believe. I totally believe. Like charisma is it's it's something you can't teach. You have it or you don't. You yeah, look totally at Truth that. Martini as case number one, where if you meet him out and he's the most mild, nicest, quietest yeah. human being, you flip that switch, dude, oh and it's my money. Gosh. Yeah. It is pure gold. It is, and, hands and, down. And, and it doesn't matter if you're a quiet guy in real life. You just got to be able to flip that switch. Yeah. Some guys, you can pull that out of them, and then some guys, you just can't. 
Just, they just don't have it, you know what I mean? They, or they just, they're too timid and shy, and they just, they don't get it. So, I don't know. It's crazy. I love it, though. I'm going to say, you definitely have, you definitely have the total package. You have the mic skills. You have the ending ability. You have the looks. So, it's just, just a matter of time before you go straight to the top. I appreciate it, man. That's You, my... you can pay us after we... After <laughs> <the> show, <so. laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys uh, take comics, right? Like we are comic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can pay us in collectibles <laughs> okay, for sure. Sweet. Absolutely, sweet. that's fine. That's awesome. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that's hurt me is height and probably size. You know what I mean? I know it's 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 not. It's you know it's not. I talk, I was talking to uh, Sanjay Dutt actually, and he was saying that he's like, you can get past your size if you have the the ability and the charisma. And he's like, you do. You know, you just you just gotta you know. Reel it in and tune it up, and you'll be good. You just gotta, guys, just gotta give you a chance, and that's my problem. Like guys, don't give me a chance. A lot of big promotions are like, oh, you're just another guy. You're just this, that, and the other. And even sometimes you send them your work, they won't watch it because they they get tons of guys sending them their work. All I need is a chance. You give me the ball, I'm gonna run with Dude, it. Dude, Finn Balor couldn't be a penny over 190s. Oh, you know, he's not 190. I've, I've seen, I've, right. I've seen 190 right. in third grade. I know what that weighs like. Yeah. Um, and that dude's larger than life, and he's he is. the smallest guy out there. Yeah, and he's awesome. Yeah. He's so great. And the vaude villains too, like uh, the one, uh, not English, the other I gatch. Yes, dude, yeah. Like two percent body fat, like it's tiny. Yeah. Again, I don't think I don't think that's a crutch, man. I just need the right people to see me and be like, let's go out on a limb and do something with this guy, and. Cause I've heard it, and not to be like I'm not say, oh, I'm great, but like I got, a, I've had a lot of good people say, you're really good, we like you, you're really good, but they just don't have nothing for me, or they just don't want to. There's something, there's a reason. I don't know what the reason is. They just don't pull the trigger. And uh, man, if I could, once that trigger is pulled, you put me in there, and I will do the rest. Guaranteed, I will do the rest Dude, because Festus I want to. Got another chance. I mean, let's be honest. Um, yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of it is like who you know. And who is going to put go out on a limb and say, bring this guy in? A lot of it is. And some guys don't want you to come in because they're like, he's pretty good. And I don't want him, you know, taking any of my opportunities. So, you know, for a lot of people. So, who knows? Who knows what it is? But I, mean, I mean, you look at politics. I could throw some names out that I think should not be in NXT right now. Um, and, I, you know, but they're there. And it's like, well, what did they do? Like, what did they show? Yeah. Because I don't see it. And me, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I don't, I don't want to say I'm a casual fan. I'm pretty religious with it. Always have been. Like, what the hell did you, who did you, who do you know? Who's your uncle? You just, you know, yeah. old MC what? Um, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I don't see it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes when you watch. Like, wrestling owes me nothing. Yeah, it owes me nothing. But it is sometimes. It's like anything in life that you want and that you feel that you're good at and you're passionate about. And you see people that are there and you're like, Damn, I know I could do better than this person, but it, it it is what it is. You know, hopefully someday my time will come and I'll get the opportunity, and somebody will say, "Hey, let's give you a shot." And it, then it's up to me. If they give me the shot, it's up to me to put my money where my mouth is, and I I'm 120 percent sure that I will do what I have to do to impress somebody. Now, my I just want to make a left turn. My biggest beef with the business right now is no one gets to have a first name anymore. It drives me. <laughs> Bonkers! Like, could you imagine in the '80s, right? Like, now coming down the ring from Gainesville, Florida, Savage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? You just completely destroyed, yeah. Like this persona, and I don't know what who made that call. It's got to be Vince. 
on someone somewhere. Know. Like, why can't you have Antonio Cesaro? Why can't you have Alexander Rusev? Well, there, like, there was a – Vince, it seems like – Vince or whoever makes those decisions, because I don't know – we don't know that it's Vince. We don't work there. Like – it goes in cycles. Like remember, there was a there was a phase of time where everyone was their real name, and then he decided he didn't want to do that anymore, and he started doing characters again. And then now everyone has just a last name or just a first name. It's like it goes in phases. It's really it's really strange. Well, I, I think some of the first name, everyone not being their real name anymore, was a copyright issue. Because now it's like WB. As soon as you sign with them, they copyright your name, so they 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 own the rights to the name. So, but you could copyright. Alexander Rusev just as easily as yeah. you can co- copyright Rusev. I mean, that's the whole that's I think, the thing. I think we'll see. I mean, wrestling goes in its spurts. Um, I think we'll see stuff come around full circle. You'll see, like, you know, like, they tried the boogie, to do the... The boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant, like, names like that, dude. They were just... A, just that brought the whole character together. If you would have said, Valiant! It's like, oh, God. See, it, I think they try to do that with certain guys, but it's not... They can't do it. You know what I mean? Like certain guys, you could give like that boogie woogie character to some people, and then some people just don't have the chops to be that personality. You know what I mean? And then some people just have to go out there and be themselves. And like Bray Wyatt, perfect. You know what I mean? Husky Harris before it was, he was all right, and then he becomes Bray Wyatt, and he nailed it. You know? Oh, God, yeah. But if you could, if you gave that to somebody else. They might not be able to do it, so I, I think they wouldn't it, get that essence. It, that exactly, he has. like he is so good. Like and he talks and he's ah, you know, he does all that. It's so good. And like my wife, who doesn't even really watch wrestling anymore, she hates it because now that I do it, you know, because I'm always <laughs> gone. But she loves him. She's like, man, just to hear him talk because he instantly has that bam, and he captures your attention, and you're like, whoa, what's this guy talking about? He looks crazy. He looks creepy. Not well, a lot brought, of guys can do that. It brought something back to what Jimmy said earlier. Like back in the day. The characters are larger than life. They yeah. were human superheroes, cartoon characters oh, yeah. in the flesh. And I think that, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older, you know, and I peek behind Oz's curtain, but it's not there anymore. Like, the, they seem like the guy you're going to run into at a corner bar. Right. right. Like, back in the day, like you couldn't imagine to see, like, you know, Andre the Giant at a corner. Like, right. this guy's a, you know, a cartoon. I, and that's what I think. It'll it'll happen. They'll put like that type of character on the right person, and it'll. Bl- Dalton Castle. I don't know if you guys pay attention to Ring of Honor. He's, all, he's amazing. Fantastic. So good. Well, I, I met the guy at a, a Ring of Honor camp, and he was just doing a basic amateur wrestler style thing. And then I saw him. He was doing something in Chikara. I can't remember what he was doing. And then next thing I know, I saw him on Ring of Honor, and everyone's like, "Dude, did you see Dalton Castle?" I'm like, "Who?" And then I saw him. I was like, "Oh, yeah, I know this guy. Like, he's." And next thing I know, it's like he's awesome. He's fantastic. He's a throwback. But like, if you were to give that to somebody else, they might not be able to do it. So you got to put it on the right people. I know people a lot of, give a lot. This guy a lot of crap, but I think John Cena's larger than life. I think the dude is. He's built himself up. He can take a crowd booing him and at least turn half of them to cheer him for with his promos. You know he. Well, that's make a wish stuff. I think he's larger than life. He's, no, I would agree with you. you know, on that. he's not like a macho man like character, but he has made his brand like this thing. He's like this. He's like a superhero. He's like Superman, and people nowadays prefer Batman over Superman because they don't like the Boy Scout anymore. But he's that guy, and he you got to give him props to stick it to his turn. He could. You know, I think he could, but like not now with all the make a wish stuff he does and stuff. The dude is like like top ten. You know. And but to me, that's what they're missing. They're missing those guys like Austin, The Rock, 
Like John Cena's like that last of that era. You have your stars, and then you have superstars, and then you have mega stars who can come out and take the mic and do that. And like John Cena could wrestle me on Monday Night Raw. Like I could go out there right now on Monday Night Raw and wrestle me, and the crowd would be invested just because it's John Cena. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then, but then you could put me in the ring with like somebody else, and they might not even care because it's not. They don't have that same star power. Whether you like them or you hate them, you're interested. And you want to see that match, and the crowd's Even if always the match that people don't know is better. Exactly, than, yeah. you know, and they, they're always invested, and they don't even realize that they're invested. And that's that's he has that. He, to me, he's the last megastar. You haven't. There's no megastars. There's guys close, but no one's hit that apex. Like The Rock can be gone for six months, come back, everyone loses their mind, gets on the mic, and you're just like, oh, what's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? And whether it's corny or not, he's awesome. You know, and they don't have that anymore. Well, the crazy thing is, like, what you see now is the crowds are 100% divided. They are. You know, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. Yeah. Right? Everyone. Let's go Balor. Let's go the Owens. Yeah. You know I mean, like, every match, it's almost like the crowd's 50-50. And it brings me back to, like, old ECW, where you just appreciated good wrestling. Yes. And there wasn't this feel, this this heel-face component. Right. I think um, that's what NXT is doing. Totally, NXT yeah. is, and then you're getting these guys coming up and do it like Kevin Owens. He's bringing you, he's entertaining you, but he's also giving you that good wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, look at Nakamura. A lot of people didn't even know who he was. And he has that, just that natural charisma. And uh, who's the, what's her name? She was Kana before. What's her name? Asuka? Yep, Asuka. Yeah, Man, yeah, Asuka. natural charisma. Her entrance. I love why it just come out and pulls out the mask. Just natural charisma. And now, but they have that. And now these guys are getting, like, super over. And and the, and the people are appreciating the top-notch wrestling. They're they're making, they're blending it all together. And it's it's so good. Well, I mean, that guy did 50000 in the Tokyo Dome. I think he could do 12000 yeah, in a full yeah. sale. The fact know? that he, you know, humbled himself with that is fantastic. I think that's so cool. But that brought me back. Like I remember, I was, I was talking to him. Uh, my, you know, we went to Philly and went to that show with the reu- ECW reunion. I was telling my father, I go, remember those twenty dollars pay per views I used to get when I was like twenty two and twenty three? He used to yell at me. I go, I met like all those guys from those shows. Wow! Like, and that brought yeah. me back to like NXT is bringing me back to like when I first discovered ECW. Again, it was it was about the wrestling, just yeah. pure. You know, it wasn't about the show per se, right? And I think there's a. I guess there's a charm to it, right? But there's there's, there's two sides to it. NXT's given fans something they don't get with WWE, which is the big show, not the wrestler. You know, the- right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, what gets me like the way, especially indie wrestling. Like uh, you're starting to see certain promotions get um, that type of love with the wrestling. XICW should be one of those promotions, and it kills me. Like. Uh, AAW, very well-known promotion. Really good, you know, and they should be well-known. AIW, also very good, should be well-known. I believe the talent that XICW has and the talent that we bring in, we should be one of those well-known promotions. Like, uh, I'm sure when the WWE was looking for their cruiserweight guys, they were looking at AIW Evolve and AAW for, like, good talent. They should have been looking at XICW, hands down. Well, now that we're on Smart Mark Video... And you have the best announcer in the business. There you go. We got nowhere to go but the top, baby. And, then, and but that's and that's I honestly like and not even because it's my home base. I feel like the talent pool there is fantastic, you know. And then the match with Champa and Rhino at one of the recent shows could have main evented any 
promotion. You know what I mean? And and uh, and I know it's you can't really say well it's XICW guys, but it was at our place. You know what I mean? And and then I, I'm gonna put myself out there and forgive me for doing so. But uh, there was two matches that uh, one. Uh, Scott Demora watched. It was myself versus Jake something. I think it was the one you guys were there for the first time. And I can't remember what show it was. I think it was the anniversary show. And it was at the Ritz. And, man, we tore it up. And I remember we talked to him. And I was nervous to talk to him because he, he'll tell you exactly how he feels. And he loved it. And then another one was when uh, I was so nervous. It was Hybrid and I, our first singles encounter. And we had to follow Colt Cabana. We had to follow a huge card. I think, like, DJ Z was there and all these guys. Robbie. And we, we went a half hour. And the crowd, I remember coming back, and people were saying, dude, the crowd did not sit down. After you guys went to the outside, they did not sit down. And that was when he jumped off the, the, the uh, entranceway. And to me, you could put that show, that match, on any of the other top indie shows. You know what I mean? And it's like, dang, we deserve that, rec- that credibility, and we deserve that... Uh, Notoriety, just like all these other people, and I, I, I'm, I'm hoping. And what takes that? I can sit here and scream all day long, but I always feel like a, a mouse in a corner yelling, "Look at me! Look at me! Look at me!" It takes the fans have to put our name out there. When, 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 uh, like WWE's asking, like, "Who's a good wrestler?" Blah, 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 or what's a good promotion to look at? It, our fans need to speak up and say, "XICW, Jake something." Orlando Christopher, GQ, Hakeem Zane, the fans have to speak up and get us out there because we can put our product over all day long, but if the fans don't say, hey, if they're not carrying our flags, we need them to, hands down, or else we're not going to get that recognition we deserve. We really need that. We're getting a lot of stars now. We're following the Twitter sphere, and they're basically saying, if you don't watch XICW, you need to. They do. Like, oh my god, Davey Richards just just shouted out XICW. How cool. Right. Oh my god, so-and-so that was at the last show just shouted out how cool, you know, what a great experience, how great the back. You know, and I think it's a, I'll be, I'll be honest, I think it's a the respect you guys all have for not just the business, but for those around you. You know, the, the Truth Martinis, the Brian Gorys. Dude, the guys that sit in that gym till midnight every night, smoking four packs of cigarettes, just watching <laughs> yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Um, that live and breathe and die of the business. I mean, it's infectious, right? And I think every the, the talent all has this respect for the guys, and especially look at if you look at the history of what Malcolm did with his father and right. you know, those those that came before, there's a huge respect for it, and it shows. I And, and it it's it is the history is so deep, and when I first started, XI was so hard to get on. And I've, I've been saying this story for some reason for like recently. When I first started, it was it was so thick with respect that when I went to the locker room, nobody would speak to me for like three months. Jamie Cox, Eddie Venom, like a lot of the top guys, they wouldn't talk to me. You know, I wasn't a Truth Martini guy. The only guys that would talk to me were the Scarbonis, Gutter, and uh, TD because I had worked with them previously outside of XI. And it took me from going pre-shows to busting my butt to wrestling these guys. Next thing I know, when I would see these guys, these guys were giving me hugs. They were wanting to work with me. And then now I look at it, and I didn't even notice it. Like, I'm main eventing the shows, or I'm giving the younger guys advice. Now, I'm one of the top guys, in my opinion, at the best promotion in Michigan. And not even just Michigan, one of the best indie promotions out there. And I am always... Waving that flag, telling everybody, XICW, XICW. I go to a different show and I see a name. I'm like, well, you know what you need to go to when you go to Michigan? You need to look up XICW. And I'm always trying to be the flag bearer because I believe that we are 
because like with the history and the talent, I believe hands down that we are one of the best promotions out there. And I, it's about damn time that we get the recognition that we deserve. I've never had a bad time at any show. Exactly. Not one. Not one. We all talk crap about the Ritz and the blue tarp water and all that. But I'll be damned if I didn't have a headache every Monday morning. Yeah. Because I had a blast at those shows. And it's fun. Even the Proving Ground show I went to, it was hot. Those guys are bringing it. Yes. Because they, they're, they're hungry. Because they know what is, what's at stake, you know. And I don't know, man. I just hope one of these days, while I'm there, it gets the national attention it deserves. You know? Smart Mark video, man. We're going places. I'm just... I'm hoping. There's a lot of... I, I, I belong to some of the wrestling groups that uh, uh, like talk about wrestling. And there's a bunch of guys that are like, there's no good wrestling in Detroit. And one of my buddies was like, have you been to XICW? And he's like, no, I've never heard of it. I'm like, you live in Detroit and you haven't even been to XI? So you're going to these Ring of Honor shows talking about how you love the Young Bucks and you love this, you love that. But we've had Samoa Joe, Tommaso Ciampa, DJ Z, Colt Cabana, all these guys that you're talking about. Tommy and you, Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer, and you haven't even, Rhino, who's the mainstay, and you guys haven't even been to an XI show? Like, and you guys are talking about, we love indie wrestling, but you have some of the top guys who could be, who have wrestled at Ring of Honor, who have got WWE tryouts, and you're not even there promoting or, or helping that, you know? Like, what are you doing? Get to XI, go to a show, show us your support, and you support indie wrestling, then go to your hometown and support indie wrestling. And the value Hands down. for a $20 ticket, you can't go, you know, I mean, we talked about I take my kids to the movies, it's a $75 bill. Yeah. Um, concert tickets, oh my, they're $100 just to sit in a lawn on most shows. Right. You're telling me for 20 bucks, you're getting three hours of nonstop. That's a beautiful thing I always liked about wrestling over boxing and over MMA. You know you're getting a show. Yeah. You're not getting that eight-second knockout King Kong Bundy, SD Jones match. <laughs> it's getting brung. You're getting, you know, the guys are getting their time. You're going to get a show. Yeah. And and I'll say it's on blue in the face until I'm dead and buried, but, you know, I, I believe we're one of the best. And I hope sooner or later the internet, because I hope they realize, because the internet's so, you know, these, these guys suck. Oh, I don't know who they are, blah, blah, blah. And that's the typical anything, you know, a lot of days with the internet. But if you go to a show, there's something you will take away and enjoy. There's someone you're going to be like, man, this guy should be signed. Somebody there, and you'll love it. There's more. There's going to be more than one. You'll enjoy the show. We just need people to get off their butts and come and support it. I could throw a free party with free beer with Van Halen playing yeah. live, being served by topless waitresses. <laughs> hand and foot, and there's going to be somebody that complains about it on the internet. It's yeah, just, it's a, it's the, it's. I don't get the underbelly of that internet, but you know what? For as for as many people as that say bad things, there's a hundred and fifty two hundred that say good things about the shows. I'll take that ratio all day long. Yeah, and that's the truth. And we appreciate, like I I never get to say it, but man, I appreciate. I know I'm not the only one. The coverage you guys give us. The fact that I get to come here right now and talk to you guys and, and, and do a podcast that reaches so many people and the fact that you guys are always trying to come to shows and help out and spread the word, that's huge. To me, huge. Every tweet, retweet, uh, tag, everything, to me, I, I know I appreciate that because we go out there and we work hard and I appreciate 
hard work getting noticed. So, and, you know, and I, I'm always going to return the favor. I'm going to retweet this and, and tag you guys and tell people to check you guys out because, to me, we're on the same thing here, and, and I appreciate it. Like, seriously, I appreciate it. If no one ever else thanks you guys, I appreciate it. Oh, Thank you. Thanks. Oh, dude, we yeah. love what yeah. you yeah. do. It's, it's, yeah. we, we and I appreciate that, seriously. We actually just started the podcast as an excuse to go to the shows. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it starts, man. You got you got a group of guys, and you, you guys are doing what you love, and you got, you guys have passion about it. And that's what counts, and that's how you go places. So hey, you either work your way in or you buy your way in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, gotta, you know whatever works. <laughs> well, and I can honestly say, as a as a group of of dudes who just like we started a wrestling podcast with these guys, and then we found out about XICW, and we should we should check that out. Maybe we can cover it. And then we went to one show, and we were hooked. Good. It was, I mean, and Good. we went to that show, and we didn't know. Who anybody but Rhino was, you yeah. know. So like, and now and, it's like half the show yeah, is XICW. And, yeah. and, <laughs> good, and so good. Every, you know, we cover you guys on a weekly basis, and we try to have, you know, we try to have as many uh, as many of the boys on the show as we can. I mean, when you guys come next time, can you bring them? Yeah, we'll oh, try. Yeah, we'll try. <laughs> You got it, and, and that's undercard, cool. Undercard yeah, undercard girls. Girls. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't recognize them with the. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah bring them well, I mean, just now, like since <laughs> since attending XICW shows, whenever I meet someone who says they're a wrestling fan, one of the first things I say to them is, "Have you been to an XICW show?" They say, "No." I say, "You have to go to XICW." And, See, and, I remember. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you. Uh, I used to bring when I, I've been with my wife for 18 years. I remember like 15 years ago going to the Ritz shows. Yes, we were and, talking about that in yeah, Vegas, like Yukon Braxton, the Death Dealer. Like, yeah, um, I remember meeting Skull Gans. He was the bouncer at a strip club in Detroit. Yeah, and I walked up to him like, "Dude, Skull Gans," and he looked at me like, "Holy shit!" Like, there's someone here that knows me. Yeah, and we sat and talked wrestling for the one of the nicest people I ever met. That's, but I mean, that's awesome. Again, they become larger than you know when. when Oh my God! You know the Mad Dragon Akeem Zayn's at Comic Con. You yeah, know? Like, it, I got I got that at Ring of Honor, which made me feel really good. I was actually helping out with the show. The show was packed, so I couldn't get on. But there were so many people coming up to me, and they're like, "Hey, are you on?" And "Hey, how you doing?" They're, I didn't even recognize someone. Like, "Oh, I love what you do," and I'll be there Saturday. And I was just like, "Man, that's really cool." You know, that's so cool, and that's just awesome. I love it. Well, just since we've been here, we keep getting people coming in, kind of looking at you. You can tell some of the guys recognize you, and they're like, it's Akeem right there, you know? That's so. pretty sweet. I, and I love it, man. And I, I love hard work getting noticed because I'm going to go out there and wrestle every match like Vince McMahon is in the watch back, you know, in the back watching. That's I love it, you know, and I love the fact that it gets recognized, and I really appreciate it. Well, you guys pour your guts out. There's, I mean, there's no better show in town, in my opinion. Thank and you. I mean, even if there's 50 people in that crowd, which, which our shows don't have, even if there was 50, you guys would break your back. Definitely. Make sure that was a solid match, and that's something that goes without saying. I remember uh, the last show, the Sunday show at uh, when um, GQ and Hybrid went almost twenty minutes, yeah, and basically killed themselves, yeah. And I went up to him afterwards. I'm like, "You got to be hurt." And he goes, "I am." I go, "Hats off to you, man. I got to shake your hand." I go, "For what you did for the fans, that's insane." Yeah, to think that, and it, you know, everyone throws around the F word, whatever. Dude, you guys get hurt more than any football player I've yeah. ever met, more than any anyone I've ever met. We and the cool thing about our locker room is that we're all we're all very competitive. You know what I mean? We all watch each other's matches. I went out there at the at the proving ground and I watched Jake Something versus GQ versus Hybrid because I wanted to see what they were gonna do. You know what I mean? Not one because I respect all their work, but two, I wanna be better than them next time. And they wanna be better than me, and that's we push each other, you know what I mean? And when we We'll watch our matches and we'll critique them and be like, well, I like this, I didn't like that. 
you should work on this, you should, you know, or do more of this. And we do that not to be jerks to each other, but because there's a core group of us and we're hungry and we want it more than anything else. And, and that drives us, you know, and that's that competitive nature. I can be best friends with Jake something outside of the ring, but in the ring, we're going to tear each other apart because we want to be the best. But and the that's best just thing how that it is. you can do also is make that guy that isn't as good look good. Yeah. That's as big a talent as that's, anybody can have. That's, you know, and I hope I do that when I work with the young guys. I hope that's something that, you know, that comes out of it. And I like working with the young guys because they're hungry as well. Yeah. So um, I'm probably going to wrap up soon. Yeah. I know we're talking you longer than you were hoping to stay. That's okay. But... I enjoy it. So, Thank you. So real quick, what's what's one of your favorite matches you've ever had at XICW? Oh, man. Um, the Jake something match that I men- mentioned earlier. Um, you guys had some great tag matches with you and TD. I'm not going to. That yeah, those, we were. You guys tore the roof off the of The feud with uh, when it was TD and myself versus Mannix and Hybrid. When we did the tables, ladders, and chair match, that was one of my favorite matches. Uh, one of my first matches with Owen Travers at, I can't remember what it was for. I think it was for, I had the lightweight belt and we were wrestling and we just clicked real well. Um, my match with Hybrid, the first singles encounter with Hybrid. But some of my tag matches with TD, man, TD was so just talented. Missed that guy. Uh, but I, I enjoy a lot of my tag matches. Almost anytime I get in the ring with Scarbonis as well. Scarbonis are, they're the, the, to me, this day and age, they're the Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express of this, so this day and age. They, they don't are, get any accolades. They are, those guys are money. And they're not even fancy guys, but everything they do is so crisp and spot on. They are underrated. They're like one of the, to me, they're one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling. They're so good. They're, they can go out there with I'm anybody and make money. Hate, I'm not saying I hated when the painkillers broke up, but that brought Jake something up to another level. It did. It's almost like, you know, I see uh, Sonny just, you know, he's at that point now where it's like, let me go, man. Yeah. And I, I don't mean any, any disrespect to the tag team. Right. Sometimes, though, you got to let a guy go find himself. You but, know. but Vinny's promos. Oh, he's money. Vinny's promos. Money. Dude, when he slapped, uh, what's his face? Not Xavier, but... Uh, Who's the other one? Uh, Ren. What? God, I can't remember. He said he'd he come out here looking like an unmade bed. I'd lost it. I lost it backstage. I was crying, laughing, crying, laughing. Then he said, oh, you guys' tag name is Super Future. We're here about to get Super Future endeavored. Oh, my God. Like, how did you just spot on? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I love my promos, but, like, him, I always watch his promos, and he's just he's money, dude. He's money. And then Vinny's just, you know, and Sonny's just jacked out of his mind, but it's just... It's so funny. But, yeah, they're the, they're the best, man. I think I, I can do nothing but speak highly of those guys. And they're the house of truth, so come on, you know. <laughs> We've been holding it down for how long now? Nice. Where can people find you online? Uh, Facebook, Mad Dragon, Hakeem Zane. Twitter, at uh, Hakeem Zane. Uh, if you go to YouTube, just type in Hakeem Zane. I have my own uh, YouTube uh, page, uh, promos, matches. I'm trying to get more current matches on there. It's hard to get uh, some matches from... Uh, some from some promoters, but I'm trying to make that work. You'll always see me cutting promos. Um, show some love, show some support. I got T-shirts out right now. I got a new hot blue and uh, yellow one, uh, very reminiscent of the Wu Tang Clan. That's pretty hot. Has my logo on our logo on the front, and of course my beautiful catchphrase on the back. What is that catchphrase? That catchphrase is <laughs> my mother. She called me son because I shine like one. I love that every day. I, I love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming time. on. Thanks for being on, man. Anytime. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks.